Okay guys, so spoiler free here, but I wanted to come on here and give you my thoughts on the first episode of the six-part chapter one uh, series by Netflix of Transformers War for Cybertron, this one being Siege. And uh, overall, the first episode, I will say, really sets up things for the first chapter, which, like I said, is consisted of six 22 to 24 minute episodes. It really kind of lets you know how things are going on um, on Cybertron between the Autobots and the Decepticons. It kind of puts the Autobots basically in a situation that um, if you follow Transformers like as long as I have, or people like Optimus, Rodimus Primal, Zara Nizrak, you know, many others um, have followed it. Basically, you kind of look at the fact that the Autobots are always the ones fighting from underneath. You know, that's been the bulk of the majority of a lot of incarnations, especially recently. I mean, heck, you go back and look at the 86 movie, and it's pretty much established in the future timeline of 2005 at that time that that's exactly what's going on. But the mo but uh, Siege here really just sets up what's going on, like both... Are both sides, both Decepticons and Autobots, are reeling from the devastation brought upon uh, Cybertron from the war. But it looks like the Decepticons are benefiting it, uh, benefiting from it more than the Autobots. Basically, the Autobots are in that um, in that role of the underdog, of basically trying to survive. And a lot of key uh, characters are going to be playing prominent roles. And how each side survives uh, this war um, here in this first chapter. Uh, I'll put it this way: what I do like is how they set up Bumblebee. I've always, I've always liked Bumblebee. I don't think I'm not the only one, but I've always liked Bumblebee, and I like the role he's playing here because a little bit of spoilers, not much, but he's portrayed as an outsider, a survivalist, basically someone that's from the streets. You know, looking, tr looking, and trying to survive on his own, and he doesn't want no trouble. Like he's basically a scavenger for hire. That's his role, and like I said, he doesn't want any conflict uh, from any side. He doesn't want to join any side. He doesn't want to be part of anything. He just wants to be paid for his job so he can go on surviving and watching his own back and taking care of himself. So that's the that's one of the main changes that they made to Bumblebee, basically making what's going on here in Siege a bit of an origin for him. And you could definitely tell as the series will go on, the first chapter will progress, he's going to play a major part. You can also see characters like Ultra Magnus, Alita One, you know, they're going to play vital parts in this. You got Jetfire, Starscream, obviously you got something going on between them where Starscream, you know, he feels he should be leading the Seekers and Jetfire, because of how big he is, giant size, if you will, um, is the leader of the Seekers, but you could tell he has a sense of honor, like, you know, okay, you know, I know what to do, you know, I'll do what I have to do under Megatron's orders, but you could also tell, like, he's conflicted, like, he knows... Sometimes what Megatron will ask of him to do is wrong, but he'll still do it. So I like that they're setting something up for Jetfire to switch over to the Autobots in the near future. And then, like I said, you got Ultra Magnus, who's being set up in sort of a similar situation to where he just wants peace. He just wants an end to this war. And 
it's really interesting when you look at the final shot of episode one, exactly, you know, what's probably going to happen uh, in the next episode or in the next part of this chapter. Uh, so overall, it does look really good. I like it. The only thing I think some people might take issue with is not the dark and grimness of the series, because that's been expected since the trailers dropped for it, you know, a couple weeks ago and a few months ago. So that was expected. I think the one conflict they might have is the rating. The rating being TVY7. Now, it does say that there is violence in it. It does say that there is fear in it. It is fantasy. But I think it would have been would have benefited more from a TVPG rating than a Y7 rating because there is a, a scene in there where Will Jack, where Will Jack basically says uh, the word ass. He says the word ass. And you would expect that to be more in line of a TVPG show than a Y7 show. So I think... That might be one of the only main issues people have. Maybe not. Um, but overall, it's overall the, the episode really, to me, the first episode set up exactly what the first chapter is going to uh, be about. Basically, what characters are going to be focused on, what roles they're going to play. It definitely establishes that every, every character, every Autobot, inclu including Megatron, knows how Prime thinks that he's too predictable. Because there is one scene where he's called out about this. So, you know, you got moments like that. And so you got things like that to where, you know, you're going to have, like I say, certain characters playing key roles. And basically playing key roles because they know certain characters more than they know each other. Because they're too predictable. So, overall, first episode really set things up, in my opinion, for what's to come. Uh, in the next uh, five episodes and in the second chapter, which is dubbed Beast Kingdom. So, can't wait to see what they have in... So, I can't wait to see what they have in store for the rest of the episodes. You know, Primal, Rodimus Primal da, is right about one thing. It is the kind of series that you could sit and bend watch. But to me, it's the, I'm the kind of person that will watch the episodes, but one at a time. Because, of course, I'm working and everything. And sometimes, you know, you know I might be out doing stuff and... You know, I need to take, you know, I won't have the time to just sit down for, I don't know, how many hours is it? What, like three hours? Three hours worth of it? I mean, I could sit down and watch a three-hour pay-per-view of wrestling and all that, so I could probably do this. But it's still, it's the kind of series that, as a, someone that grew up in the 80s with Transformers and all that, that you want to watch one episode at a time to really take in what's going on and appreciate what's happening and not just you know, binge watch it in one, one sitting. But overall, overall, um, I think, like I said, the first episode set things up nicely for what's to come, showcasing what characters are going to play major roles, if not key roles. You can already tell you got uh, Sideswipe and, you know, Moonracer, not Moonracer, um, Chromia. You can already tell that they're being, they're going to play somewhat of a key role later on. So, so it's really, it's really setting up a lot. Like I said, it really sets the table of what's to come. Like, you know, the roles Alita 1 will play. Bumblebee, you know, obviously Optimus, you know, Ultra Magnus, Jetfire, Starscream, Megatron. It sets up exactly, you know, the roles they're going to play and how, you know, the conflict that they're all feeling. Like, well, certain characters like Jetfire and Bumblebee and, and uh, Ultra Magnus are feeling about this whole situation. 
So, again, it really sets things up for what's to come, and I cannot wait to go on and watch episode the next five episodes to see how they build upon that and finish off the first chapter called known as Siege to go into the next six episode chapter or eight episode chapter, whatever it is, called Beast Kingdom. So that's all I'm going to say, though, guys, on my thoughts, spoiler-free, so, well, mostly spoiler-free, on the first episode of War for Cybertron Siege. Let me know what you all think down below. Comment if you like, and I am out.